0: And welcome to another episode of Encouragement 511. My name is Al Argo. I am the positive impact coach. And I also have the privilege of being your host here at the weekly podcast, Encouragement 511. I am joined today with a very special guest. Steve Marshburn. Steve has been featured on 2020, the Weather Channel, Good Morning America, The Guardian, and well, just many, many media outlets over the last 10, 15, 20 years. Steve is the founder of Lightning Strike and Electric Shock Survivors International, and we are pleased to have him with us today. Welcome, Steve Marshburn.
1: Thank you,
0: Al. It's such a joy to have you today, and uh, and and again, you have been featured on many, many media outlets, not only in America but around the world. You have members in the organization. Tell me about that day. Uh, you know, you and I've talked and, and you've shared the story with me personally. I want you to share your story with all of our listeners, not only in America, but around the world about how you were actually struck by lightning and then how you came to start this wonderful organization. T- tell us your story, sir.
1: Well, Al, it was, um, I would say, kind of a freakish incident. Mm-hmm. I went to work and uh, naturally you said I was a banker, but it was um, a very pretty day, and there was no clouds in the sky. But I went out of my office. The tellers were very busy. I opened a window with the drive through window at my back. Just a few minutes after I opened the window and started waiting on the first customer, a bolt of lightning from about 10, 12 miles away struck me in the spine and it came in the bank through the speaker, which was not grounded. We didn't know it. It uh, kind of lunged me up on the, the, uh, tell her stand and And uh, I couldn't speak. I could hear everybody. I couldn't speak. And Al, it was such a, I, I felt like I was in a fog, not knowing it had broken my back. And I was just in so much pain. But my wife was going to a doctor and he told her, he said, Joyce, I think the thing for you to do, and this is my opinion, is to get Steve a computer and teach him how to contact people around the world that had been struck by lightning. At that time, lightning was my interest, and electric shock survivors came in later. We got the computer. I started contacting people. And now we have uh, 1,796 members now around the world globally. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to say this, but just say it. I've talked several out of suicide on the telephone. Mm -hmm. Persons with guns to their head. Yeah. One guy had a knife to his throat. Mm-hmm. One had a pistol in his ear. Mm. just don't know what fear goes over you when you're trying to help these people out of doing something that will be a regret right. And uh, I don't know. It's just been such a rewarding thing for me. I don't regret having been injured. I do regret the 48, 49 surgeries I've had. I I do regret having to have those, and I just learned this week I'm going to go through more. But, you know, I can can deal with it. Me and God have this, and uh, this organization has helped so many people. And we get calls from members around the world that say, Steve, Joyce. I love you guys. It's like having brothers and sisters that I don't have.
0: Right.
1: My brother was killed, and I don't have any any relatives now mm-hmm. except um, distant cousins. Right. But everything has turned out, and I know it's in God's will. It's in his hand that I do what I should do. Now the organization's grown so large. It organized February twenty second, 1989. And now we have a board of directors globally, and we have a board of directors meetings. Um, We have annual organizational uh, world conferences. Usually we meet in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and it's just wonderful to see everybody come in, and it's like a family owl.
0: Well, you're the first person that I met who was struck by lightning. And then after you told me your story a friend of mine reached out to me from the Philippines and reminded me that her brother was actually struck actually is a survivor of electric shock. So I've encouraged them to reach out to you. And Uh you're telling me that you almost, you have almost 2000 members from around the world. Yes. I've heard stories of of people coming from Hong Kong, of people coming from around the world to your, uh, what normally is an annual event. Uh And, uh, and so tell me about some of your stories. Tell me about some, some of your members who uh, you've met from around the world. Um, we have
1: one member that is in Japan, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, a great guy. He he builds bridges. He was injured, can't do what he did before. Mm-hmm. Comes to mind that one in uh, Louisiana was injured. Mm-hmm. He depends totally on this organization for friendship, oh. for support. I have have a good friend. I still say I have. He's deceased now. He was injured, uh, I believe, on a railroad track, climbing a pole, hit a wire. Mm-hmm. He now has no arms. But he's an inventor. Wow. He's an inventor. He didn't give up. He just passed away recently. Mm-hmm. But that's just some of the people that have been uh, in the organization. Right. Right. If it was not for them, I don't know where I would be because they are my support. Right. God
0: is my support, but
1: you have to have friends here on Earth.
0: You're absolutely right. You have to have friends and you have to not only encourage others, which is the main the main goal for Encouragement 511 podcast and website is simply to encourage others and to uh, encourage others to encourage others. And, uh-huh. uh, and so every week on the podcast, I've been introducing an encouraging word of the week. And the word this week is what you've been doing since you started the organization. Our encouraging word of the week this week, Sir Steve, is simply caring, and the dictionary defines caring simply as displaying kindness and concern for others. And so, when uh, when your physician really encouraged you to begin to reach out using the internet, um, and this—did you say this was back in the eighties when you actually uh, when he encouraged you guys to to begin in, to reach out to others?
1: It was in the nineties, Al,
0: in the early nineties and uh and so that's back in the days when the internet was was just beginning right and through technology you began to meet people who uh had been struck by lightning and you you showed uh and you guys you got you showed not only care concern compassion for others but you guys also i'm sure uh, share medical research, just, just as a way to help people uh, yeah. deal, deal with their situation.
1: Someone calls and they say they have a problem. What we do, if we know a doctor in their area, we don't refer them, but we do tell them that we have members that see the, see them and they're progressing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do do that.
0: Right. And uh, back in the day, I used to live in the lightning capital of the United States I'm not sure if they call it the lightning capital of the U.S. or the lightning capital of the world, but I used to live in Tampa Bay. Now, do you have a higher percentage of members from one area of the world than others? From one end
1: of Florida to the other. That's true. And over in Montana, uh, the ski slopes and that kind of thing. We have a lot of members from there. Arizona, anywhere there's outside activities or whatever, you're going to find there's more people being injured.
0: And uh, and what about outside the U.S.? Do you have, uh, I know you have a lot of members from outside the U.S., but do you have a lot of members from one, uh, you know, location outside the U.S. that comes to mind? Yes. we There's a fellow named Colnes, C-O-L-N-E-S.
1: We have a lot of a lot of members out. There are just so many around the world. It's just hard for
0: me to keep in my mind, and especially after it's been injured. And so... Is there any one common thing that someone should do if they've been struck by lightning? What's the first thing that they should do?
1: First of all, you should respect it. Um, It's a handiwork of God, and we don't know when it's going to strike or where it's going to strike. But one thing that comes to mind, if you're in an automobile and you're riding with your windows partially down, roll them up if it's a storm, because lightning will, the draft will pull in the car. Okay. and it will strike you. many members have been struck inside their car with just a crack in their window really yes okay. uh arms on the windshield on the uh, armrest we have many members that have been injured like that okay, okay. and once yeah. you're injured your, your body is messed up mm-hmm. but uh you may look okay on the outside mm-hmm. but the doctors see the inside and they see what's going mm-hmm. on
0: so it's better to Uh, Try to prevent being struck than dealing with it after, if at all possible.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a lifetime event if you
0: are struck. And so, uh, like you mentioned, you've had many members who were struck in their own vehicle. And I've always been under the, um, I've always had the assumption that if you're in that car, you have four rubber tires, so you're safe. That's what I've always been thinking.
1: But you're telling me. We've learned different. Okay. Learn different, and uh it's not the safest place to be unless you're in it protected. Right, and so keep the windows up. It's simply yeah. and your hands off the the uh, dash. Some of them are steel metal, but most of them are plastic. Okay, but don't touch anything. The, we have several women that were at the kitchen sink with their window at the sink cracked just a little bit. Uh-huh. And lightning has entered that and hit them and damaged them greatly. One lady can only eat if she's on her hands and knees. She can't digest her food down unless she's on her hands and knees. It
0: affects people different ways. Okay, so there's no one common uh, way that it might affect someone. Some some cases might be less severe, and some might be more severe.
1: Well, we have a list of uh, over 100 after-effects. But um, I would say prevention is the best. Uh, I don't want to see anyone go through what we've been through.
0: And uh, can you share with us one or two more ways to possibly prevent either an electric shock or a lightning strike? Do you have one or two more ways to possibly prevent that? I mean, for, for me, I just tell a short story. Uh, you know, I I served ten years in Singapore and ten years in Philippines. And once in the Philippines, I was in an office building, talking to my friend, and I just happened to put my hand in the wrong place, and I came that close to touching a very very live wire. Yeah. And, and if I touched it, I would be a part of your group right now. If, if I right. were alive. If I were mm-hmm. alive. And and so outside the U.S., there's maybe not as much. Uh, uh, precaution around electricity as we should have in uh, America and, and Europe. But in, well, we take other... it for granted. We just take things for granted. Right. In, any other tips to help people prevent being uh, struck by lightning?
1: If you are indoors, which is the safest place, windows down, actually stay away from a computer, telephone. We have many members that have been struck on the telephone. And believe it or not, even on cell phones, Really, just put those things away until after the storm is over. Uh, I I say an ounce of prevention is worth it all.
0: That makes sense. You know, here at Encouragement Five One One, we we not only have an encouraging word of the week, uh, but we also have an encouraging quote of the week. And and my encouraging quote uh, for this week is simply uh, Mother Teresa once said, "If you treat everyone like they're hurting." You'd be right ninety five percent of the time, and so whether you've been struck by lightning, whether you've um, you know experienced an electric shock, or whether you are going through a, a financial strain, everybody's got something, and so we really have to uh, you know ha- have a look of of just just look at others and just think you know what could this person be going through and how can I help them, and that's certainly something that you've done through uh, the organization. Tell us how people can reach out to you and the organization. I, I know you have a website and it's lightning-strike.org. Is that All right? Correct. Right. Right. People can reach out to you. Can they email you and your board of directors through lightning-strike.org? Yeah,
1: yeah just on the on the website.
0: And, uh, and so if there's any, uh, you know, they can also, uh, sign up for a newsletter and, and get information about it. Everything is online now, Al.
1: It's, okay. it's not physical. It's uh, online. Okay. But, yes, when they join the organization, they will get the information that we send out. And we have a wonderful, wonderful man that heads up uh, that end of it. And now our members are taking charge and just doing a wonderful job. Joyce and I don't do as much as we used to, Okay. but um, it's growing rapidly. And these conferences, these world conferences, it's like family. When we get together, you would not believe how much each of us love each other. It is so family oriented.
0: So wonderful. Well, that's wonderful any uh and so there's typically a conference every year and if people want to know more they can go to uh, the website which again is just uh, www.lightningstrike.org lightning and, dash uh, strike yeah don't forget the dash so there's a dash so it's lightning-strike.org and and they can reach out to you and your board of directors and uh and so there there is an event uh that you guys are planning uh for for this year Are you guys planning
1: it? If COVID will let us, yes. We definitely want to get back to a physical conference. Okay, There's nothing like that. These online conferences are nice. They just don't get the job done like a physical conference does.
0: I know you guys are working on uh, getting your group of speakers to come in. I know you've had experts and doctors and uh, just different people who've come in to speak to the group in the past, whether the conference has been virtual or are physical in Pigeon Forge. And so I I love the Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge area. And I know that your members do. And any other stories or any other comments? We we
1: had our first conference in Maggie Valley, 1991. And there were about 11 people there. Okay. Okay. uh, From around the U.S. Mm -hmm. And they actually would not go into the hotel. They would not go into the conference center. They were scared. Uh, Some of them sat outside and we had to go to their cars and ask Beckham to come in because they'd driven from Montana and wherever. There was a round table in that uh, conference room, Mm -hmm. and the 11 of us crowded around that table. It was a wonderful time. People started sharing their stories and found out others were going through the same things that they were going through. Uh, Not being alone Mm -hmm. is wonderful,
0: it's wonderful, and being able to share. Anybody's welcome. Some someone once said that sharing is caring. Yes, and so thank you for sharing not only your story today, but the story about how you created uh, the organization and and just simply to care for others and and to help others. Again, the organization is um, is Lightning Strike and Electric Shock Survivors International Inc. And you forgot uh, the dash. And so, again, the organization is Lightning Strike and Electric Shot Survivors International, Inc. And yes. the, web, the website is www.lightning-strike.org. And if you have any information, you can reach out to uh, the, the board members. And uh, and again, here at Encouragement 511, we also leave you with a uh, an encouraging verse of the week. And so I just want to share this verse. It's found in Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. And in Galatians six two, uh, uh, the Bible says, "Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ." And so, uh, Steve, by you even creating this organization, you're helping um, others care for others, and so that's such an important uh, role and responsibility to help others care for people in, in the same situation. And and we think that it's rare. But uh, but really, you know, when you think about it, when you have 1,800 members from not only the U.S., uh, but around the world, uh, that's that's uh, that's really kind of more common than, than some might like to believe. Is that right? That's right. And so any closing thoughts as we uh, as we wind up this episode of Encouragement 511?
1: If anyone has been injured, it doesn't matter if it was 20 years ago, there's probably residual after effects. and sometimes they'll pop up uh 20 years later but if you have any problems or no problems please contact us and join the organization come to the conferences you will not regret it and you'll meet friends from around the world
0: Mm -hmm. that's great that's great and uh and again uh if all goes as planned typically when is your annual conference typically it's in may but um it'll be on the website now
1: what uh we have a a semi-annual conference in virginia in november
0: okay okay So that one
1: is well attended
0: okay so so there's not just one but there's two annual events right Right. and uh and so again all the information is on the website at lightning-strike.org again my name is al argo and it's been our joy our privilege to host steve marshburn from lightning strike and electric shock survivors international with us today thank you al thank you so much and you have a great great day today okay happy easter thank you so much thank you all for joining today and you guys have a great great day